everybody, it's Dave and Jeff. It is June 12th, 2025. Jesus 2025, Christ. it seems like. It's been years. God, feel, I said to Dave walking in, feels like I haven't been here nine years. All right, Dave, play a game for you. Yeah. Uh, June 12th, you said it's uh, 2022. Yes. Where were you 28 years ago today? Oh, I knew you were going to do this. This is your move on June 12th. It's the only time of the year yeah. you do it. You know it, right? Yeah, it's the whole O.J. Simpson deal. It is, because it's O.J. F- really fucked over a good day. <laughs> June 12th, 1989, I'm a 21-year-old kid. Yeah. I'm working Del Mar, got a ton of disposable income, and my buddy Ben Gallo and I went to Vegas, and we went to the Ray Leonard-Tommy Hearns fight, the second fight. Yeah. 33 years ago tonight, we paid $400 cash for a ticket like it was $11 at AMC. Yeah. Sat outside at Caesars Palace. Danny Glover had shitty seats. He was behind us in the benches. But everybody, I don't know, I mean, guys in our generation remember that big-time fights used to take place outside at Caesars Palace. It wasn't about T-Mobile Arena or the MGM Grand, or even Jerry World at AT AT&T. It was outside. It was either the Hilton, the Mirage, but the big fights took place outside at Caesars Palace. How hot was it? Uh, Yeah. Had to be hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. (laughs) But then you look down, and you're like, dude, there's Jack Nicholson, there's Charo. You're like, this is great. And then here we are, and behind us is Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is down there. Dude, I was looking for the first couple rows to see what yeah. stars were there. Uh, who else would be down there? Ernie Borgnine? You know, <laughs> and then, you know uh, Magic was always at all those. Yeah. Magic loved that stuff. And then behind us was that sad sack of shit, Danny Glover. So <laughs> my buddy Ben Gallo and I go. We yeah. get the fight poster. We get it framed. I can't, dude, I'm 21. Next year, we go get beers. We celebrate on June 12th. We do it for a couple of years. And then June 12th, 94, that prick OJ ruined our night. Ruined our night. But how many people, like, they? I bet not many people in this audience remember the second Leonard Hearns fight. Tommy Hearns dropped him twice, and they ended up being a draw. But you absolutely remember. Where where were you when you found out about OJ and what was your initial reaction? Do you remember all of it? I remember a couple things. I can tell things. you right where I was. Which part? I mean, obviously, the, the chase is what everybody remembers on the freeway. But that's but I remember a couple of days from now. When the police officer or, or whatever, when the announcement was announced that he was a fugitive. Dave Gascone's, yeah. uh, anybody who listens to yeah. Fox Sports Radio and you hear Dave Gascone, who worked with us at Extra, that's his father. Yeah. Um, I was driving to KSDO. Driving to KSDO in June of 94, and I would have had 690 on. And I heard Joe Titino do an update and said that uh, O.J. Simpson's wife had been found dead in Los Angeles and that O.J. was in Chicago or was out of town and was flying home. And he thought, oh, my God, what a terrible story. And little did I know or probably anybody know. except O.J. Yeah, right. That what that week was going to be like, right? Yeah. And then everything that went down. But yeah, that was uh, June 12th, 94. 28, right? That's 28 amazing, years ago. Because you just said how many people know about the Hearns-Leonard um, fight. 
But I'm thinking how many people even were alive during the OJ that listened to this? We have a lot of young people yeah. that listen. I mean, yeah. You're saying 28 years ago. 28 years ago, So, man. I mean, we know there are people that are in their early 20s that listen, and there are people around yeah. that same age and early 30s. They wouldn't remember at all. No, but but if you were, especially in Southern California, I mean, it dominated everything, right? It did. And, and the one thing I miss a little bit is, I don't know why, but remember our Cox Cable or whoever we had at that time? Yeah. Dude, you could get KTLA or you could get a couple of LA you stations. Did. And KTLA, it was just like around the clock. Remember oh, yeah. CNN eventually with the trial and maybe even with what happened later in the week when he came home. And then remember they took him in and the weird cut on the finger, like all those weird, th- Furman, right? All those guys. And then uh, there was a lot. I mean, so many things that that stand out in that situation where yeah. you go, man. I remember that like it was yesterday. I mean, I remember where I was when uh, when basically was found innocent. Oh and, yeah, and just the KFMB. I, I was at San Diego State as a student. I was taking a class, and half the class was it was like it was really weird to look around. To go, wait a second. It's kind yeah. of like, almost like what we're going through right now with politics. Yeah. Well, you think in your mind, I'm 100% believe this way, but the person right next to you can think 180 from where you yeah. are. And then you look and you go, all right, who's the crazy one? Yeah. I. Uh, so June 12th, 94, I'm at KSDO. But then the acquittal was October of 95. And at that time, I had just wrapped up my first year at, my first Padre year at KFMB. Yeah. We're standing in the newsroom, uh, not in the newsroom. We're standing in the old control room, in the old control room, standing there watching it on TV. I think Ted was on. I yeah, it was in the afternoon. Yeah, I think Ted was on and was doing the show. And I was standing in the control room with whoever, everybody. We we're watching it. And then the next day I was on a plane. I, I had like two weeks off. So I was going to Minneapolis and then to New York. And I just remember the next day being at Lindbergh Field when we had 17 different newspapers you could get, right? Yeah. And every newspaper had that same picture of kind of him, Shapiro, Johnny Cochran on the front page. And it was, man, that's all people talked about the entire flight. That's all people talked about in San Diego, Minneapolis. Even when I got to New York a week later, it's all people were talking about. Wild times, man. But yeah, everything uh, tonight. Where it all started tonight, June twelfth, ninety four. Yeah, you know <laughs> the thing that's cracked me up right now. I saw the thing that Gavin put out with Costa. You know, yeah. saying that Dave Pelle is the worst yeah. thing that happened in the universe. I saw that too. I Literally, he said, "I'm worse than OJ." Yeah, and Hitler. Yeah, Bin Laden. <laughs> Bin Laden. <laughs> Lee Harvey. Yeah, Manson. Yeah, I was just as you're sitting there talking, I'm like, wait a second, I'm worse than OJ. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, Dean Spanos? Yeah, D- how about that? There's no way I'm more hated yeah, than Dean. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Dude, people like wanted you to give my address out last yes, night. Yes, that was great. How about when Manny scores? I was like, I go to the game. Yeah, I, by the way, I didn't see any of this till this morning. I was out yesterday, never looked at my phone once. Uh, I want to thank BK from our Fantasy Football League, who said to me, hey, I got a couple of tickets, because I had said here that Jack and I wanted to go to a game. Yeah. So BK kicks us a couple of tickets in Toyota Terrace. They were great. But then uh, my son Cade, because I've been gone for 10 days, goes, hey, what are you doing? 
So I bought another ticket in Toyota Terrace. We just moved down a couple of sections. Dave, we had the best time, man. We had the best time just hanging out, ball game. Yeah. And uh, so fun. So, yeah, my son Jack watches. He's got YouTube TV, so he can't see the games. But at 14 years old, he's figured out an illegal stream service. And he's watching every pitch of every game each night. Good. Completely in on the pods. And uh, he and I are kind of clicking it down. Tie game. And he goes, who's going to win it? And I go, I'm taking Manny. He goes, all right, it's Alfaro's birthday. I'm going to take Alfaro. So that's I said, well, I think it's going to come down to Manny in the ninth. And so that's why I posted. I said, Manny walks this thing off. Oh, you wrote that in the, in the ninth inning? Uh, right before the ninth, I okay. wrote, if Manny walks this thing off, uh, I'm going to give Dave's address and I'll buy the eggs. Yeah. And then Manny gets out. But then he's the runner in the 10th. Everybody saw the play, throwing air, hustle play by Manny. He scores. My phone just starts going, does that count? Yeah, people were ready to egg your house. It was great. I wasn't even here. I was in Temecula. I'm like, what the hell's yeah, going you'd on? you'd have come home and been like. I would have been pissed. Yeah. Dude, nothing well, worse than fucking egg on someone's yeah, car or house. exactly. Oh, that was the thinking. Been, I would have been super angry. Thing is, I am so angry. I wouldn't have known where to look. <laughs> I would have no idea where to start. Yeah, they're like 80 people. Yeah. We're like, does that count? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm like, hell yeah. We're right here. 124 Main Street. Come on down, everybody. <laughs> I bought the first 90, and then you guys bring the other 90. But just being out there, yeah, Petco, with my boys, just chilling out. So fun. I was going to go today. I was going to yeah. go to the game today. We had um, today actually happening exactly at this moment. It's the San Diego High School All-Star Game. Oh, yeah. Right. And so two of my guys are in the game, and I was going to go, okay, I'll, I'll see you guys there. Nice. Well, I reached out to the Padres, and I said, hey, how does it work? Oh, you got to buy a ticket to the game. Yeah, makes sense. And I was like, well, I'm a coach. <laughs> you know? Oh, give me a fucking break. Don't give all of that bullshit. You called BK for free tickets. Again. I did. BK called me. Uh, yeah, oh, really? He's psychic to know that you wanted to go to the game? Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. So, 100% true. <laughs> oh, bullshit. So it's he not. goes. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I was going to go. And then I called my coaches and said, you guys want to go? It's going to cost you 50, 60 bucks just to get in. And uh, they all went, no, man. You know, I donate all my time all the time. They said, I'm not. And I said, all right, I'm not going by myself. And I was like, yeah, you know, for a second there, I was thinking, no big deal. And then I was sitting there going, you know what? I'm going to sit there and say, guys, how did it go? Someone will videotape it, their parents, whatever else. But I'm like, dude, pods. You know how many public school teachers are there, private school teachers that donate their fucking hours and hours? You're not going to let them see their own kids play? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How much did they charge you to get in? 60 bucks, at least. That's minimum. Because I looked up tickets, how much tickets were, how much parking was, and that's without buying any food. That's just to get in. But you had to buy a ticket to the Rockies game to go. And so I go on, but you can only buy it through Padres.com. So I look, all right, what's the cheapest ticket? I'm like, dude, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And I don't want to spend nine hours at Petco Park today. It's a long day. They're still playing. They're still playing right now. So that's why I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. So nothing against uh, the pods, but man, I, I would say this. Think twice about who the fuck the public school teachers are and the private yeah. school teachers, the time these guys give. I figured it out because I had to do my, my taxes. How much do you think I'd get paid to, to, to coach? 
Uh, probably about $1.28 an hour. 31 cents a day. Is that what it is? 31 cents a day. So, so you throw in five, six hours a day. That's 31 cents a day. That's crazy, dude. What did the Dodgers do today for teachers? Well, they fucking lost, just like the guy dang Padres. <laughs> June 1st, asshole. Hey, Jeff, June the Padres first. have a doubleheader on June 11th. That was yesterday versus the Rockies. I've got tickets for the 1 o'clock game I can't use. If you of your son want them, they're yours. Just do me a favor. Don't tell Dave. Yeah, and the response, that would be great. The response should have been, I give Dave shit all the time. I pay my own way. Thanks for the offer. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> send me That's whichever. What it been. Send me whichever email you use, and I'll send them over. Fuck. That was it. It was so nice. Beautiful seats. Toyota Terrace, unbelievable. There, it, it, there is just something about going. <laughs> Did you have the? Do you have the puffy seats? You have the nice seats, dude. Dave is so. I good. know it's nice. Toyota Terrace is nice. It cracked it's me. So up. good. I saw your picture. I'm looking at. I was like, all right, these are decent seats. I didn't know BK at the time took care of you, but I'm like, yeah. all right. I always give Jeff shit for not sitting there getting this better was, seats for his kid who loves that damn team. It was, Dave, what a week, man. Like, since we saw you two weeks ago, uh, I flew out Monday. I flew to Dallas. First stop, uh, Dallas. Four-hour layover out to Dealey Plaza. How much time were you thinking you had? Well, this is what's funny because I said, okay, oh, here you go. You'll like this. I get in an Uber in Dallas. I start making my way to Dealey Plaza. The guy how, how driving. Far, how far? It's about 30 minutes. The guy kind of reminds me of Kenny Powers. He's got a muscle shirt on, and he's got the shaved along the side yeah. haircut, yeah. ponytail. Great. He says, hey, man, where are you from? I go, San Diego. He goes, let me ask you a question. Are you a South Park guy? You watch Me? South Park? I used to watch South Park all the time. I all right, this is what he, he said. This was a South Park reference I didn't get. He goes, is it true you can jack off in San Diego in public? <laughs> like, what? A bunch no. of weathermen do it. Yeah, no, no shit. Uh, I said, no. And he said, oh, that's what they said on South Park. And that's what I wondered. Was that a Joe Lazura <laughs> thing? Did they do Joe Lazura? Yeah, they must have done a Joe Lazura joke. I, okay, I never saw that, and that's what he's saying. So he goes, uh, <laughs> That's the craziest story right there. Dude, you could have started this show right now, and we could have walked away. 15 minutes in. Guys, this is can jack off in public. Oh, fuck yeah. Every, every corner, Everybody guys. does it. Everybody does it. So I go to this dude. I go, hey, man, I got to catch a flight. How long do I have out here? He goes, be careful. You probably got an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. And I go, all right, it's that's plenty cool. Of time. It's considering it's not even open. Right, the museum's not open. Dave, I tell you, man, I just, I say to anybody that goes to Dallas, do it. Just do it. It was so fun to be back there. Yeah. The museum wasn't open, but you come and you're right there underneath the book depository. Yeah. And now I'm just walking that area. I'm back on the grassy knoll. I'm back behind the fence. Uh, the, there used to be, I feel like when you and I were there in 01, I feel like there were about five guys that were selling shit. Yeah. Didn't you feel like there were like yeah, five there were guys? Yeah, people selling stuff. It was down to two. Okay. The one guy told me he'd been there 29 years. And I said to him, hey, were you here for the Cunan crazy. Cunanan people? He goes, oh, yeah, I was here. Probably made a fortune. I go, how was it? He uh, stops. He goes, well. Yeah, they bought a lot of books, so that was kind of nice. So I the go, QAnon oh. people were in? Yeah. Okay. I go, all right, that's cool. cool. He goes, but I got to tell you, man, 
They were batshit crazy. <laughs> Did he ask my Michael Jackson stuff? Yeah. And then, uh, but you go up, you go behind the fence. The guys, it's the same guy selling yeah. shit that I think you and I bought the last time. Behind the fence, I'm on the wall where Zapruder right there. Yeah. I went out, I stood on the X where the second shot takes place. Yeah. And uh, I look around, I'm like, fuck, man, this is pretty cool. Like, take it all in. I'm like, all right. I think I I think I got it. I was there like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's good. Dude, you know, it's crazy. Anyone listen, we're like 16 minutes into the show. You for, you started off with a murder with OJ. Yeah. You know, people like literally lost their lives. Yeah. And you're saying he fucked you over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The day. Killed ruined your, ruined your day. Me and Ben Gallo yeah. and Felix Severna. <laughs> and then you just told everybody, go to Dealey Plaza. It's so much fun. It's wild, exact man. It's so, there's, again, there's a murder there. Yeah. Someone died. Somebody died. So now. Choice of words or something else. No. He went to Toronto and came back crazy. Now I get in the car to go back to the airport. <laughs> and my next Uber guy, I go, man, it's pretty wild to be there. A guy turns around and he goes, I don't speak English. Oh, he said it to you like that. But, like, I mean, yeah. he, he just said no English. Okay, like, okay. I thought yeah. he pulled, like, a Fernando no, Valenzuela oh, no, no, move no. where he just didn't want no, to talk. No, no, no. So he might as well said, shut the fuck up. No, no, no. Super nice. I was like, I went from a guy an hour ago asking if he could jack off in public yeah. to this guy that doesn't speak English. So that was Monday. Tuesday, two-hour tour, Dave, behind the scenes of the archives of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. How you many times have you been in the Hall of Fame? I've been to the Hall of Fame, I think, four times. But this is a completely different building. This is all the stuff that they just that they don't have room for on the floor. You would have dug it, man. You would have dug it. It was incredible. And the guy who uh, took us on the tour is the guy in 10 days that will be carrying the cup out. Oh, cool. With the white gloves? Yeah, with the white gloves. Craig Campbell. But, show like amazing dave all the things they've accumulated over the years whether it's sticks and jerseys everything's archived and like all the trophies right yeah. all broken down that was unbelievable tuesday night i go to the el Macumba, where if you have spotify right now they have a rolling stones secret show that the stones did at the el Macumba in, in toronto in 73 and I wanted to go check it out. Dan, I told Dan Williams, I got to go see this. So we go down. They have two different rooms. And they had, like, local music going in kind of the side room. The main room where the Stones played was closed. So I said to a guy working, I go, hey, man, can, can we go check it out? He goes, dude, I tell you what, can you, can you see everything in five minutes? I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, let's roll. So he takes me upstairs. You go up these steps, and you realize that U2's played here. All these different bands have played there. Uh, Stones about there, and all of a sudden, Dave, you go in this room. I swear, it feels the size of the garage. Wow! And uh, we're in there. The guy's super nice. And I go, "Hey, man, if I'm out of bounds, just tell me." But I go, "What are the chances of going up on the stage and taking a picture, like looking out?" He goes, "Fuck yeah, man, kill it, go do your thing." So I ran up, grabbed a couple of pictures. He like, dude, Stones around this stage. This is pretty cool. Down. He goes, man, you're a champ. We're in and out of here in like three minutes. <laughs> and then uh, saw the Blue Jays game on Wednesday night against yeah. the White Sox. Roof was open. And then uh, just hung out for a few more days. It was fucking great. How much different is that city depending on the weather? 
it unbelievable. I'd never been there in June. It was great. The last time I had been there in March, everybody, you know, they find out you're from the States and they're jealous because they feel like in, especially in Toronto, you must know the Kardashians. You must know the Kardashians, but they felt like they were way ahead of COVID than we were. Yeah. They felt like we kind of half-assed it, half-assed it. And then we've been back open for a long time and they're not, and they're frustrated. Are they, everyone still wearing the masks? In the airport, my flight from Dallas to Toronto, we were masked up the whole way. So when I was there- What about, just curious, San Diego to Dallas, you have to wear a mask? Nope. 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 And then once they closed the door, uh, flying home from Toronto to Dallas, the mask could come off. Really? Okay. But when I was there in March, man, Dave, it just, the city was very glum. They just were down. And then when I went back, and especially like a week ago tonight, um, and then Monday and Tuesday of last week, hanging out in town, man, it felt like it had bounced back. Like I stayed in this, uh, part called the beaches my friend joe carlo lives down there it's gorgeous it, it feels very much like um kind of like carlsbad yeah like carlsbad village and strollers out dogs out families out everybody talking like it was really nice to just go and yeah see a city that it means a lot to me uh bounce back and so yeah it was just it was great because the divorce had just ended oh, yeah. Our first trade show in three years just ended. And, yeah, I, I mean, I think I've said it here. That's kind of where I went to escape. Yeah. When dealing with depression, dealing with the divorce, dealing with anxiety, like I could kind of go there and just escape. And that's why that city has meant so much to me. I think a lot of you have reached out to me recently, and I appreciate it. You kind of need that one area where you can just go and find yourself. And it was weird. It kind of felt like going back there. It kind of felt like the last week of school. We're like, all right, this has meant a lot to me for four years. And uh, kind of got me through the last four years coming here, even with the gap during COVID. And you're like, all right, that was cool. So I'll probably still go back for a few shows, but I don't know that I need to stay for three days. I don't think I need to do the hall anymore. Like I've done the hall, but the hall was that used to be me in the the pro football hall of fame. Yeah. I used to get to Canton, Ohio all the time and always go to the hall of fame. But like when you, you, you have people there that care about you, you've got people there that kind of prop you up. Yeah. And then you kind of get through everything and you're like, fuck is he thinking? Watch his play. I know. Watch this asshole. Arenado's so good. No, I know. But the guy, (laughs) the guy, the left fielder jumped for ball is 30 feet over his head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's he doing? Travis Jankowski, who was that guy? <laughs> um, we got baseball outs. But no, you just go and you're like, you're like, all right, this is pretty cool, man. Like you got through it, you go. Yeah. Cause you can't, if you're if you're fighting anxiety or depression, you can't you can't find your way by going to Orange County. Like you're not you're not gonna find it in Newport Beach, you're not gonna find it in Temecula. Right, you're not going to find it. You got to, and for me, it just happened to be that particular place. Could have been Chicago, could have been Miami. Just happened to be Toronto. So, yeah, look at that asshole. What the fuck, fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> These highlights are great. Watch the highlights of the, the Reds Cardinal game. Oh my god, disaster. So, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was it was awesome, man. 
Good. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time. When's the next time you're headed back there? I got to go to Atlantic City in a month for a week, yeah. which I have no interest in doing. Yeah, that's crazy as fuck to me. You're going to Atlantic City. Yeah, you're going to go to Atlantic City for eight days. And then... Uh, I mean, I dude, Atlantic City maybe in the late 80s would have been much better. Yeah. But now you're going to Atlantic City when it's a ghost town, it seems like. Now, the only thing is I've got five or six buddies that I used to work with that are no longer with the company, yeah. but are still in the industry. And they're going to be there for the week. Good. So right. that's kind of nice. But um, yeah, Atlantic City and then uh, back to Toronto in November. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Back in November. So uh, yeah, but it's just... And a shout out, one quick shout yeah. out. My friend Emily Crane, who I had no idea listens to this show, complete champion, took me to a place uh, called the Horseshoe Tavern. Yeah. And it's this... Felt very much, Dave, like the belly up. And took me there and just took me around and, you know, music tour of Toronto, playlist, the whole thing. God damn, it was great. But we just sat there and the Stones had done a drop-in show there <laughs> in 87. The Stones have done like five yeah. of these shows, like getting ready for tours. They never retire. No, but they go up to Toronto and just drop yeah. in in these local bars to, to play sets. And... uh so we go there. She goes, yeah, I got to take you to the horseshoe. So we went to the horseshoe. We're having a beer. And uh, she goes, yeah, check in on the podcast all the time. That's no idea. Nice. So uh, she, yeah, just a champ. So, yeah, thank uh, thank you, Em. That was an incredible go. night. And caught up with your kids every day, the whole deal, checking in. Just Football got back. Practice. And, yeah, man, I'm just telling you, Dave, the, the chance. I mean, we were literally out every night. I know we had talked two weeks ago, like, oh, yeah, we'll do shows from Toronto. I, we were out every Every night for nine days. Good. Which was awesome. You didn't and have to worry about driving yourself around, nothing. You could no, do whatever you wanted. No, hell no. And had none of those nights. We went out. We, my friends from work, my friend Emily, my friend Joe Carlo, we went out and had beers and laughed and just reset, but never had a day where you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't remember what happened last night, which is good too. <laughs> I don't need any more of those days. But, uh, but yeah, it's great to be back and just get back and go out to the Padre game and just That's hang cool. out at Petco Park and be downtown and be with my boys there yeah. um, playing JV at Helix and seeing the coaches again. It's just, man, it's awesome. And, yeah, you're reminded how lucky we are. That's good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you, uh, you had a good time to get away and then at the same time be around friends. That's awesome. Did uh, And your boys, I'm sure, with uh, going, be starting football up and everything else, have to be excited too to go. All right, we have something to work forward to and a good team and everything else that goes around with uh, with Helix football. And Dave, I I get home Wednesday night, Thursday morning, I'm getting ready to go into work. Stop by the local Seven Eleven, chatting with the guys who work there, see them every day, and. Dude behind me yells, hey, my divorce is getting finalized tomorrow. And I just figure he's talking to his buddies, and I'm walking out. He goes, Jeff. And I turn around, and he mentioned he listens to the show, and he just wanted to say hello. So I uh, wanted to say hello to Tyson, who um, was so nice to say hi on Thursday. Good deal. I hadn't been home for six hours. And then I got a great uh, message from our pal Flowers Dad on Instagram. I was with my team uh, at lunch on Friday. He's like, hey, Jeff, I think I saw you at uh, out. I, I just, I didn't want to bother you. 
Dave, I know I speak for you. If anybody is dopey enough to listen to this show yeah, and sees it. Dave anywhere, sees me anywhere, right? Yeah. Please. Like, it's the nicest thing. It's the best part of every day. And Armando sent me an incredible note the other day and a couple other people, too. Like, it's just, I was saying to our pal Katie Temple, I'm like, look at these, how nice these are. No, if you, anywhere, I don't care. You know, even if I'm hanging with Jack and Kate or doing whatever, come say hi, man. It's a pleasure for us yeah, to absolutely. meet you. I always get people that will say hi and then they want to take off because they're nervous. They're always afraid. They're, they're bothering you. Say your Never, name. Never, man. Say, take time. Say your name. We're always happy to be, meet people. It, always. It's, yes. It's very, very nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was cool. And uh, and thank you to Dan Good. I got the Caminetti book when I got home and that was kind of fun. So, Yeah. Been a great couple of weeks. Yeah, not bad. I had a little bit of a vacation time for you, a little, again, away from the show. Yeah, I'll tell you guys right off right now is that we were just talking about it. June's going to be a little bit uh, less than what we usually give you in June, but, well, of course, we always make it up to you. We always give you guys long shows and give you multiple shows later on down the line, but it's a busy month. We told yeah. you in May it was going to be a busy month. We'll knock out a few shows, of course, this week. I'm headed to Phoenix for the USA Championships on Saturday. Okay. And then uh, – well, of course, we'll get things back on track. So even though you got to understand, we have families too and all that. Work. I don't, nobody's complaining and being assholes. Everyone's been great since you've been gone. No one sat there and go, no, hey, what the fuck? Champs. Jeff yep. said he's calling in. What the fuck? No one ever did that. So everyone was uh, was absolutely outstanding. So we'll get you three shows this week, and then I think we're out. What day? You leave Saturday? Saturday. Saturday is uh and to be honest, I'm supposed to be gone through the 4th of July, but I think I'm coming back sooner than that. They don't need me that that much. I have a bunch of coaches helping out. So as soon as everything's stable, or, or put it this way, if we don't have a chance to win the gold medal, I'm coming, yeah. coming back. So we'll give you three this week, and then uh, it's to be determined on the rest. Exactly but right. yeah, appreciate everybody hanging with us. Like I said, uh, getting out of town, I felt like it would be the last time where you just go and you hang out. But Dave, you'll see it. Like when did you do that tournament a year ago? I do it. I've done gone every year since about two thousand. But nothing, nothing got shut down for COVID. Nope. It's Arizona, dude. Are you kidding me? True. Arizona, yeah. dude. I pull in a Seven Eleven with my big gulp. Yeah. I just roll down the window right on the freeway and I just chuck it right out chuck the window. It right I, out as soon of as it. I finish that last sip, don't do dude, it in Gila Bend. I litter all over the place. Just <laughs> old school. All over the place. Bring back in nineteen seventy seven, and I just they're throwing my hot dog but, wrappers out the window. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> But when you go down there, is it like... How crazy does that sound, by the way? It's great. People used to do that all the time. Remember all the that? time. You'd I think they the, still do. <laughs> Hold on, dude. What would happen? How funny is this? What would happen if you just you started recording on your phone? All right? Mm-hmm. You, I go to Wendy's with your boys. You're coming back from whatever, North County. Yeah. And you just roll down the window and you chuck out your hamburger you wrapper. Imagine? Your kids would lose their shit. What the fuck? What do you just do? They would freak out. But you know what? Anyone who, who grew up in the 70s and 80s, people did it all the fucking time. It they, seems so crazy. They yelled at me tonight. Now, okay. I, I, well, I want to ask you this about the yeah. tournament. When you go down there. Yeah. Um, we check into Peoria Sports Complex. Okay. But is it guys that you haven't seen in a year? Like, is it like old home week? Do guys get together for it, burger and beer and go hang out and catch up? No, no. Well, they're, they're kids. No, but I I'm mean, saying yeah. other coaches. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Not at all. Every coach hates each other. Oh, that's 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 good. It's funny. Is like I'll, I'll tell you. In high school, there aren't too many coaches I like on either. Like I like your Helix coach. I like Cole yeah. Holland. Uh, I felt bad for him today in the paper. John Matthew fucked it up because he was coaching what? one. one of, he was coaching one of the teams. The two coaches of the two teams. Yeah, 
One was the Chula Vista coach has been there forever. And the other one was Cole. And it said to John Maffey when he broke down what was going to happen today. Yeah. Cole Holland, Santana head coach. And I'm like, fucking guy. guy, you right. Two guy, things. He's had the job for 30 years. One, two is fucking Santana's a rival. Like, well, how dare you? How dare you? How do you fuck that? You shithead. He can't even cut it out and keep it. And then, yeah. um, but no, when we go to Arizona, yeah, we know each other, but it's not the. Nobody catches up. Fuck that. Everyone hates each other. No, not that at all. Sucks. You don't even want to stay in the same hotel as us because you hang out with your own coaches. For me, I'm the most boring guy going. I don't even hang out with my parents of my players. Like, they always meet by the pool and people are drinking like crazy and shit. Dude, not me. I know a couple friends in Arizona. I'll catch with the people that used to live in San Diego, now live in Arizona, and I already have yeah. my schedule already booked out. Or I'll fucking stay in the hotel room and cool down and just sleep. It's the one time yeah. you right. can sleep. Nobody bothers you. I put the AC down to 62, yeah. and, I, and I catch up on sleep, but... Nah, dude, I'm I'm not hanging out with some fucking coach from San Diego. My no fucking way. kids yelled at me today. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Yesterday, we're looking for parking at Petco Park, and I'm right back behind the old 800 building. Really? Okay? I'm right behind. I'm coming up wow. 11th. Yeah, I know exactly. And I'm, I'm going to park in our lot. Yeah, the lot that's just north of the building. Wow. So I'm at the light, and I'm getting ready to turn to park there. And there's a homeless gentleman named Peter. And I found out later, he's got an old sandwich board sign over his neck. And he goes, uh, he, and he like windows down, right? Nice day. Windows down. He goes, Hey man, that sure is a nice Hyundai you're driving. I go, Hey, thanks. He's not like on the sidewalk. You tell him don't fuck with it. You just yell at him like, (laughs) no, no, like fast times at Richmond high. Right. No. And he goes, he's just chatting for a little bit. And he goes, uh, Hey, is there a chance you can help me out? I go, you know what, man? Let me park, and I'll circle back to you. So we circle back, give him a few bucks, right? Yeah. And we're just chatting with him. Super nice guy. And so we walk down, and I, you know, I just say to my son, my God, man. Dude, when's the last time you drove through downtown? About a week ago. I tell you, I'm, I'm so unimpressed dude. with downtown. I hate downtown. Hate it. Dude. Whenever you talk about living down there, I'm like, don't do it. 10th, like 10th and 11th. How do people even walk their dogs? Dude. I mean, they're their poor dog's feet. Right. And I just, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm, I'm saying to my sons, man, there's so many people down here that I don't know how they ended up in this situation. Yeah. I don't know. I feel so bad for the people that have waited for so long to buy a condo and end up downtown. And like Dave said, because a lot of people down there, they're not just hanging out like the guy I met that are super yeah. cool. There's people that are definitely dealing with mental health issues. Yeah. And I heard a lady walking into Petco Park saying, hey, this was scary today. This was scary coming down there because it's a lot and the numbers are growing. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. So we chatted. I saw a guy. Happened to your wife, you said, uh, a couple years ago. Didn't you say that your guys were walking to, into a game? And you said she basically didn't feel safe. You didn't feel safe yeah. with her. Yeah. Crazy. I saw all we a guy, do is we continue to just turn our heads and act like nothing's going on. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And my man, Bob McElroy, doing everything he can, and he's got 10 fingers yeah, to try exactly. to plug 97 holes in the dam. Exactly. Um, there's a grocery store down there. It's like Grocery Outlet. Remember that one? We're walking, and there's like a white Porsche parked facing north on 11th. It's a homeless guy just taking 
bags of chips and just pouring them all over this guy's white Porsche. The guy's in the store, wherever he is. I was like, holy shit. Homeless guy doesn't know what he's doing, right? He doesn't have any idea. So we go, we go to the game, we come back. Everything's fine. Nobody gives us a hard time. But then tonight, we're over in La Mesa, and uh, we're just getting a quick bite to eat. We're sitting outside before I come down here. And all of a sudden, this lady just starts screaming, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you, and fuck you too. I was like, Wow. Right? Like, and even that's a little wild. Like, we haven't seen that in La Mesa in a long time on university. And people are walking by, and she, she had done many of them. Fuck off. She's yelling at all of them. And next thing you know, she pulls out a sleeping bag and she climbs into it. Fuck you. And I go, hey, I got to go over there. My son's like, what? I go, I'm going over there. And they're like, why are you going over there? And I'm like, I'm going to go over and remind her the rule. Don't ever go to bed angry. <laughs> My kids are like, son of a bitch. that's what? I go, fuck happened. Yeah. I go, Yesterday, I was nice to Peter. We put a few bucks in his pocket. We got him a beer or lunch, yeah. whatever. No big deal. But I go, but now, because this lady's yelling, fuck you at everybody, I'm supposed to, you know, I can't go over and tell her, hey, maybe fuck you. Shut up. Yeah. I- <laughs> Sorry. Like, sorry, okay? So I was just going to go tell her, Yeah. hey, remember, don't go to bed angry. What do you think she would have said to me? Fuck you. She would have punched you. Well, that would have punched been nice. You. I was just trying to make sure she was feeling better. <laughs> but, Dave, you're right. Like, all kidding aside, downtown, man, is like... Wow, oh, dude. Dude, right in front of the old ESPN 800? Yeah, yeah but that was a shithole when we were there. No, People I got used it, Dave. There's the 40 door. tents. Yeah, I, I know. That's what I was saying when you talked about where you wore as I, I knew exactly uh, what you are going to say. And it's like it all over, though. The closer you get to Petco Park, it's terrible. Yeah. The Padres can't be happy with it. Nobody's happy with it. We just don't sit there and demand more. Just like we don't demand a lot of things that we know are wrong. Tailgate Park, that that whole area around Tailgate it Park. is brutal. Scary, man. From Tailgate Park right into Petco Park, which isn't that far. What, 100 no. yards? Yeah. You're sitting there and you're, you're looking around and you're going, all right, who's close to me? And then you realize, yeah. how, I mean, dude, there's, there's feces on the sidewalk. Everywhere. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We're, we're coming home. Sun Jack is a dope. So we're we're walking back up to the car. Yeah. Families are walking. Everybody's there. It's fine. Next thing you know, you hear the sirens go, and a cop stops right in the middle of Market Street. Market and 11th. And I were like Market and 8th, I guess. And there's a guy with no shirt on, jeans on, running around telling the cop, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. Starts running. Cop chases him down the street. Cop catches him, picks him up, like body slams him, like old school suplex, Dan Gable. And uh, the guy's screaming, ah, you're killing me. Cop's not killing him. Cop's doing his job. And uh, cuffs the guy up and starts walking away. So my son Cade goes to me, what do you think that guy did? And my son, Jack, doesn't even give me a chance to answer. Cop got him for jaywalking. I go, what the fuck did you just say? What happened here? I go. It's your kid, dude. I go, yeah, it's her kid. 
Like, you think this fucking cop stops in the middle of Market Street, chases this guy, goes old school Ken Patera in the middle of 11th because the guy's fucking jaywalking? Hey, I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Cops walking the guy down. He's fine. Uh, right? Whatever. I mean, he's not chasing the guy 40 yards down the street and smoking him. Old school, like when Terry Bradshaw got his neck broken in the Cleveland Browns game because he's jaywalking. That's enough. Out of That's enough. What does his brother say when he says something like he that? He goes, what? What would you just say? <laughs> jaywalking. Yeah, that's exactly. are, are they to the point? I mean, they're going into tenth grade. Yeah, are they to the point where they'll tell each other "fuck off"? Yes, they will. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty regular. You kind of got to let it go. They're in tenth grade, right? I know. You can't say anything. I guess it's "fuck off." He's like, ah. uh, yeah. what are you gonna do? All right, let me let me ask this question. All right, fuck, and it's 100 not joking. I'm not trying to get a reaction. I just want to ask you as a parent, as a person. Yeah. Obviously, last show we did, we talked about shootings. Okay. Yeah. Awful. Well, dude, we're up to, we're, we've gone right. up like 17 since you left. Right. 17 right. mass shootings since you left. And you sit there and you go, and okay. Then I started thinking in my mind, where could you go where you would feel safe? Yeah. What I mean there is. There was a shooting in the Helix parking lot the night I left. I, you know, On Memorial I, Day. I, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. No, uh, it wasn't school related. It's no, guys that are up it there. It happened on an off day, but but it happened on, on school grounds. Right. No, my, my point is this. I was trying to think. Like, we were, we're literally... I remember in Horton Plaza with um, um, Schindler's List, somebody got shot. Yeah. And you're going, okay, it's happened in movie theaters. It's happened here. It's happened. It's happened. Ken Lemon Grove, 15 years old, murdered yesterday on the street. Yeah. 15. And I was, people don't freak out because you guys know I, I root for the Dodgers. I said, I would feel safe going to a Dodger game because you go through the metal detectors like you do at Petco Park. Mm-hmm. There's nothing around. You know what I'm saying? Once you go yeah. through, you, you should be okay. No. But what I was thinking, I was telling my wife, I go, if we went to Petco Park for a game, where do you want to go? And you know what? We had the conversation saying, there's a shitload of fucking buildings above Petco Park. And you go in, yeah. you start thinking of Vegas. And you could fuck with your mind about where could I go now and feel safe that it seems like this happens all the time. There are snipers yeah, I at know. Petco Park every day. Yeah. No, I got it. Yeah. I know. Right. The snipers are out. And I'm sure they're probably more and more, I mean, yeah. which is outstanding. But at the same time, that's... Man, it, it freaks you out. And again, I'm yeah. not not telling you don't go to a Padre game. I'm saying, where could you possibly go? Yeah, we go. Hey, whether it's a grocery store, yeah. movies, right. Target, anywhere, nowhere. Um, but I don't. You can't. What I tell my kids is, we can't live our life scared. Now you can't live your life scared, you, but, but at the you same can time, be you, alert. Yeah, you can be alert. But I mean, Dave, you're talking I mean, about people going to school. You don't think that shit's going to go down? Well. And, and you read what happened in Evalde, Texas, and, and every day it just gets more and more heartbreaking, man. But it's, you know, I got a buddy, a kid that I met years ago in Chicago. He was on the campus at Parkland. And and that kid, you know, David Hogue, that's been an advocate from there, people fuck with that kid. Half his, so many of his yeah. buddy, his friends died. He's yeah. trying to do things in their memory. Going after him. The parents from Sandy Sand Hook get, get yeah. fucked with. Yeah. You know, that fuckhead Alex Jones. What a piece of shit that guy is, right? I mean, you're going you're gonna to say those kind of things on that day? Come on. And it's, it's awful, man. Like, uh, we're out yeah, we're out at the game yesterday, and, and my ex texted me and said, yeah, 15-year-old kid killed in, in Lemon Grove. And you read the story, and it happened at 2 a.m. or whatever happened. Kid's 15. 
man. <laughs> you yep. know? You just look at it, you go, 15. And that's what I was saying to Jack and Cade. I'm like, he's a 2006 or 2007 kid. Jack yeah. and Cade are 2007. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, it's brutal, man. We didn't have it. I, I was on my campus today. We were goofing off. We were up. How did in, you end up at your old high school? We were up in Encinitas. We went driving around. We yeah. started in. It was great, Dave. We had so much fun. We went and had lunch in PB, and then we went up, kind of through Bird Rock into La Jolla, came up, swung through Del Mar. Um, you know, wanted to see the fair, so we came up one on one, saw the fair, looking from the west side, looking east into the fairgrounds. Is it packed? Yeah, I mean, from what we could see. Yeah. Your kids didn't want to know desire after. I think at one point, but unfortunately, the fair is not a cheap day either. And they said, hey, we want to go throw the football. Like, where can we go throw the football? And I wondered, like, can we get on the campus of San Diego? And so we went to San Diego. I haven't been there in years. And then we walked down onto the field. Now, I've not been on that field in a thousand years. Yeah. And it was so much fun. We had a football in the car. And we just sat there and threw it around and then just walked around the campus and sent some pictures out to friends and posted them on social media. And, you know, so many friends that graduated and have moved away are cracking up laughing, seeing how different the school looks. But it, um, Dave, there was never a day that I went there where we had to fear anything. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't, with friends that listen to this, I, I don't, we never saw, I don't know if there were, maybe there were fights at school. I don't, I don't really remember any. You didn't have gangs. No. You didn't have anything like that. You didn't have guys, you didn't have a fear of getting stabbed. You didn't have a fear of getting shot. It was funny, I was saying to my sons, as we're standing on the football field, you look out across, right? I was saying, yeah, you know, we're down here every day. Uh, you see the ocean, man. See the ocean from right in the middle and then. Just walking around, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, the teachers that I've met at Helix, the coaches I've met at Helix are outstanding. I can't imagine, Dave, like you, your wife works in public education. Yeah, but she, she's not in schools. No, I got yeah. it. But I mean, I'm just saying for the teachers, the administration, yeah. just how much. And we have so yeah. many friends that listen to this that are school teachers. Well, My friends at Rolando Elementary, yeah. at LMAC, at, at Helix. That it has to be on your head all the time. Here's here's what drives you nuts is people who don't know, like, and you get a lot of people saying, you know, we don't have a gun problem, we have a backdoor problem. Look, yeah. every, every goddamn school, uh, classroom that my wife has, she's she's an mm -hmm. executive, she's a director of a school system. Mm -hmm. She says we have two doors for every classroom. There's, in case there's a fire, there has yeah. to be a way out. You can't sit there and I mean, the fire department must lose their mind when people say, yeah, oh, just want one door in. Well, what happens if there's a fucking right. fire? Right. What are you supposed to do? There's no fire codes. No, the fire codes everywhere. No, it's not brand new. Stupid. I remember uh, elementary school uh, for my kids, right? And they, I think they put a, a gate in. Maybe they that door had been gated. Yeah. But it's very secure. Everything's locked down. Parking lots are locked down. Everything's locked down. Yeah. And they started going there. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Evalde. My kids were in kindergarten when Sandy Hook happened. They are the same age of, as all those kids. Yeah. 
And I remember all the different measures that were put in. I was like, 100%, whatever you need. Even they saw me every day. Certain days you'd come there, still sign in. Sign in every day. Fuck it. Go ahead. Who cares? You know, no inconvenience to me. I'm happy to do it. And, uh, but shit, man, I don't know. I just, I, I just think for teachers and administration and it's not even, it used to be the one thing where you would say, oh, in the, in the rough parts of town, right? Dave, it's anywhere. It's fucking anywhere, anywhere man. Anywhere. You, there is no good part of town anymore. It, it's open season anywhere. And, and uh, I mean, we saw it in Santana. We saw it Granite Hills, right? Those aren't bad parts of town. And you just go, holy shit. So, yeah, it freaks you out. But, I mean, we're still going to, we're not going to stay home. You, yeah. You just not. But, I mean, it could be, yeah, I mean, I think about places where we've been recently, been to the mall. Right, been to Peco Park, been walking around the street, uh, been a lot of places. Been the, but yeah, for me downtown anywhere. But yeah, I hope not. But scary. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools? I don't know about you, but every time I did walk out of my house in the neighborhood, whether it was here or when I was in Temecula yesterday, man, it seemed like everybody was in a swimming pool. I mean, it is swimming pool weather, and this is the way it's going to be. It's extremely warm. And to make like yesterday, I think it was 96 degrees. Oh, but you wow. know what? You, you saw people having a great time, and you could hear them having a great time. This morning, when I walk out my back door, and those kids were in the pool by 9 in the morning, and you yeah, could hear perfect. them going, having a great time. Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor is standing by, ready to build a pool for you. All you have to do is give him a call, ask about available financing, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I'll tell you a true story. You... Everybody has a community pool. Well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of you do. And you're like, oh, that's fine. I don't need a pool in my backyard. Well, I'll tell you a true story that happened in Toronto. We were working long days. My friend Nick Kennecke and my other friend Ben Bianchi, they determined, uh, I think my other pal Dave Cobble. They're like, it's been a long day. We're at the hotel. We, we're going to use the pool, right? Relax a little bit, have some fun. They go down there. There's a couple of youngsters running around being silly by the pool. Isn't that great? Next thing you know, the one kid just yaks right really? in the pool. Pukes right in the pool. Huh. Like, God dang it. Our night's over. So, you know what? That doesn't happen if you have a tailor-made pool. Then, by the way, James Royal, JR, sent the video today. Did you see those two guys fighting no. by the pool? No. The funniest video. The worst punches ever. And as JR pointed out, hey, you don't have shenanigans like this if you have a tailor-made pool. I <laughs> agree completely. Yeah, uh, Dave's right. Man, it is getting warm, and it's going to get hotter and hotter every day. So, yeah, make that call. Get a tailor-made pool in your backyard. Hey, Dan Williams, don't forget to talk about Dan and say, you know what, Dan? A lot of things right now that I have questions about. At the same time, I want to get out of debt. So many people, we, we preach this all the time. You'll be amazed how you get that weight off your back when you realize that money isn't an issue. Dan Williams wants to help you out. Time to be financially stable. 858-688-6813. Don't forget about Tuesday. It's Two Minute Tuesdays on YouTube. He'll give you free advice that can help you out for the rest of your life. Well, the great thing is, too, uh, there is a feeling that there could be an adjustment in the housing market. And if that happens... 
Why not take the steps now to make sure you're uh, pre-approved when the market adjusts? You can do that by giving Dan a call at 858-688-6813. His Borrow Smart, Repay Smart program has meant so much to me as I rebuilt my credit. And they work with you. Dan works with you. Uh, All of our guys work with you to make sure that the program you're on is the right one for you. And yeah, get your finance squared away. Borrow smart, repay smart. But then yeah, talk to Dan about getting the numbers, getting pre-approved. So when the market hopefully comes a little bit back, you're going to know what you are approved for and where you can buy and all of that can be done right now. Absolutely. Brian Curry and uh, Dan are now working together. Brian Curry is you want to talk to when it comes to the housing market. If you're looking to still sell or if you're looking to buy and figure out what is right for you. So many people are trying to figure out ways to stay in California. Brian Curry is your guy you want to talk to when it comes to real estate right here in San Diego County. Again, Brian and Dan Williams are now working together. So a fantastic team that they have uh, uh, compiled to say, look, we're here for you to help you out financially and help you find the home of your dreams. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. It, uh, it's finding the right neighborhood for you. Dave, I, I did. I talked about living downtown, how great that would be, right? Yeah. And unfortunately for now, as long as it is in the current state that it is, yeah, that's probably not for me. You know, my kids and I driving around today, we're like, you know, it's a great part of San Diego, Bird Rock. Yeah, but that's the problem, where Waltreff was raised. Yeah, we're right down by there. But the problem is if you work in North County, right, trying to get to the five from Bird Rock, good luck. Dude, Leave at 3.30 in the morning. Worst thing about living in La Jolla. Yeah, but so many different parts of San Diego where you can go and say, yeah, this is great. I would like it here. I would like it there. And Brian Curry knows all of them. Give him a call. Like we said, he's working with Dan. He can get you pre-approved, give you an idea of what you have to spend that would work within your budget and then find the right home for you. Absolutely. Kyle Flukers, you want to talk to when it comes to your website? Again, is your website doing what it's supposed to do, which means bringing in business and keeping your customers? 619-500-6621. Give Kyle a call. He'll help you out. 619 619- 500-6621. Telling you, man, e-commerce, people are looking, COVID numbers are spiking again. People are a little freaked out. And I think, Dave, there were a lot of people that probably resisted putting your order in from home and then got used to it and now really likes it. Yeah. So your website can be huge for you. I mean, I hate to say it, but it doesn't cost the overhead of having to pay rent, having to pay employees, uh, your margins can be a little different. The The biggest challenge is making sure that you have a website that performs at the level you need to hit the bottom line. If it is not doing that, give Flugs a call. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Here's okay, a question I threw at my wife yesterday drive, oh, like driving to Temecula. And then it was a question that ended up going around the entire party. Oh, I like this. Okay. Okay. So here's the question. If, if someone came up to you, you're mm-hmm. 16 years old, you just get your driver's mm-hmm. license. Nice. And they said, I'm 100% accurate. I'm going to give you the name of the person you're going to marry ah. and, and her address. Oh. Would you go and check her out before you actually met her? <laughs> or, or do you wait for, no, I'm, I'm good. I'll wait for later on in life. Uh, well, no, I'm impatient. I would have gone. The problem is the woman I married when I was 16, she was 12. <laughs> still. So still. I can't. It doesn't mean you have to talk to her. I'm saying, would you check her out to see where she lived and. 
what the hell? No. You I, I, it would have fucked up everything. It's the butterfly effect, right? Like, all those different things. Like, I was saying to my... We were talking about this yesterday at lunch. We were talking about... I can't remember what it was, yeah. how the conversation yeah. got going. But I think it was talking about, like, age differential, like, when it kicks in and it's okay. I don't... Well, we know oh, a lot I know of what it was. celebrities that are with girls that you think about it. They were 28 when they were born. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. We were, I know what it was. There was a commercial for identity theft. My sons and I started talking about, Dave, remember, and probably a lot of you guys remember too. Remember the president of LifeLock? Yeah. Hi, my name's Scott Smith. I'm the president of LifeLock and I'm yeah. so confident my social security number is four one. I'd yeah. probably give somebody's actual social out. So I'll stop. <laughs> and then uh, LifeLock's the best. Yeah. And then he found out like a week later. President of LifeLock's had his identity stolen like fourteen times. Yeah, because it. Uh, and my son Cade pointed out it's probably all his employees were like, no "Well, shit. fuck it, let's steal it, buy a new car." So they were saying, "Hey, what do you have?" And. Uh, <laughs> So I was saying, oh, I've got, you know, identity protection. But I said, then I get this thing that's pretty cool that I get emails if sexual predators move within the neighborhood. Yeah. So that's what started the conversation. And they were like, oh, my God, every guy. And I said, well, I don't know. You've heard stories about guys that were 18 that got arrested because the girlfriend was 16, right? And then when yeah. you actually did the math, it was like, they were 18 months apart. So I go, I don't know. I was like, your mom is four years younger than me. I go, I wasn't, you know, I go, when I'm 18 riding motorcycles, I wasn't picking up her little chicken ass at 14. <laughs> they were like, how old were you? I go, we were, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z, we're fine. But that's what brought it up. So, no, we were talking about it. But no, 16, no, I'm wondering, when could I do it, Dave, if I was 22? 22, right? Well, I'm not saying she's... you would date her. I'm saying, let's say when you drive by her house and just be curious. Brown I... hair, blonde hair? Yeah. I've, I... Mexican, Asian, black? Who yeah. knows? Well, like, would you wouldn't be curious at all to what, what you're going to eventually marry? If I drove by and I she's 12 and I'm 16. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's fine. Four years isn't crazy. I think a lot of couples are married. Oh, yeah. a four year difference. No, I got it. Like, it worked out. But I'm just saying, at that point... You wouldn't be curious at all to know what, what who she was, where she lived, and, and what she looked like. Uh, well, I would just say my... I'd preface it by saying, would you go? I would. I What's asked, the age differential? Well, it doesn't matter. It, no, I'm the, saying with you and Rita. Oh, she's a year and a half older than me. Oh, yeah. See, that's good. Yeah. Um, but no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have mattered. I would like, I, I tell you what, I only dated blonde girls until I Is met that her right? only I had zero interest in brunettes. Is that right? Yep. And then I would have been disappointed. I think that she wasn't blonde. I would have gone, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. She's not Nicole. And so, yeah. I'm like, I watched Charlie's angels. I never looked at, uh, Jacqueline Smith. Sure. Dumb. <laughs> and I was in there going what that was a Cheryl, sure, dumb. Cheryl Latin girl in person. Yeah. So it was funny. So we asked this question, and a bunch of yeah. couples were at that party. Everybody said 100% they would check that person out. The yeah. one who said no was my son, Josh. Yeah. So no fucking way. Yeah. Because you got to remember this. Even I if think you, I'm with him. If you went through and you, you, like, let's say I did the drive-by to go, yeah. okay, where does she live and what does she look like? But you, and don't communicate with her. 
it ruins that moment. Right. Whatever that magic moment was, right. it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah, it was, for me, of all places, yeah. it was in the San Diego Sports Arena at yeah. a San Diego Gulls game. My, my buddy Manny Gums yeah. made it happen. And so, yeah, my was, buddy Manny. And it, it's great. Like, it just was, that was a great night. Like, you remember when you met her, right? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. there, there was one. There was one girl who yesterday said, "Man, if you would have told me I was marrying him, I thought he was the hottest guy in school. I, I would have been over the moon. You know, he was two years older than me. They mm-hmm. went to high school together." And then he said, "I would have been like, what the fuck? That's why I get like he he said like right. I didn't even know who the fuck she was. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was no, too I, I was uh, too busy. And, and they've been together forever. But yeah. He goes, and when I'm in twelfth grade, she's in tenth grade. I don't even know who that girl is." What the hell? I don't. What? Do you, that's the one I marry and have kids with. Oh, we knew who all the tenth graders were. I'm not. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong here. We we, we not the ninth graders, twelfth and tenth. Yeah, juniors we definitely knew. Yeah, sophomores we knew too. Yeah, for sure. All but right. I'm with Josh. I would say no. he said no way. Josh says no way. All right. If you could know when and how you're going to die, hundred percent. Yes, you would want to know. Hundred percent. See, I'm with you, but I thought you would go the other way. I no, hundred percent. I don't want to know because I'd prep. Yeah, I'd prep. Wouldn't be buying insurance. No, I mean I'd want to make sure that everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really don't have to waste money on insurance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know well, you have another forty years in you, you're like, well, I'm not I'll buying fucking this, insurance. And we joke about that, but I tell you this: like, I I made a call. To my ex, like a month ago, maybe a little longer, and I gave her. I was like, "Listen, grab a pen, write this down." And I, she probably had a lot of them, but I was like, "Here's my Schwab password. Here's my four hundred one k. Here's my two life insurance." I mean, yeah. And she's doing the same for me because you have kids. Yeah. So I would say for anybody. That if you've done that, like Dave, for anything you have insurance, life insurance, I mean, you guys have everything together, but there's probably still some things you have individually. The keys, right? Like where everything is, storage, where you have any of those kind of deals. Like you have to call the person who's, you know, the beneficiary and say, here's where it all is. And she was like, holy shit. She's like, because we've been separated for four years and gone. She's like, I wouldn't have had any of this. So now she has everything. Yeah. So that if anything, shit, something could happen on the drive home tonight. Now that now that you're divorced, do you guys have separate wills? Um, no, what's funny is I have to go see Jeff Isaac and get a, a get a new living yeah. trust written. Yeah. But she would still be the one that I would still put everything in her name for right now and then eventually it'll in go two to years, Jack you and change, Kate. When they're eighteen, you change. Yeah, them. yeah. But I yeah, I would yeah. still do that. I mean, that's the thing. Right, like one of the things that I think we're the most proud of that it ended the way it did is that, yeah, there's not, my attorney called me in, uh, I'm in Toronto, I'm at lunch with Joe Carlo, and he calls me and he goes, hey man, I just got a check. Yeah. Do you have buyer's remorse, any kind of thing? Because he said, we're finalizing everything today. Are you cool with everything? I start telling him, I go, yeah, it was great. I go, we were fucking around i go i'm texting her and telling her i'm taking the whiteboard behind her i go i go dave honest to god by the way if you ever need an attorney in town free plug for dave demersion just fucking greatest except he charged you 150 for that phone call to check in probably hey just so you know these are billable hours i yeah. just check it in but that's Damn 150 it, bucks David. jeff 
Love him, dude. Dave, <laughs> Dave, if any of you know Dave Demersion, you know he's just a fucking, he's just the greatest. So I told him this. He was dying. I go, Dave, we're fucking around. I'm telling her, I'm taking that whiteboard. I'm taking the jacket. And I said, all of a sudden, the arbitrator goes, Mr. Dotsith, are you okay with that? I have no idea what I signed off oh, on. And Demersion's dying. What? What? What point? I go, Who fucking knows. Fuck it. And he goes, you two are out of control. <laughs> so I go, yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. I'm fine. I text Vita. I'm like, what the fuck did I sign off on oh in the God. middle? She goes, I don't know. You kept blowing up my phone. You were embarrassed to say you weren't listening? Yeah, 100%. Next thing you know, you're fucking have to pick up the dog shit for the rest of your yeah, life. Probably. You, know, you don't live there. You got to learn Spanish. <laughs> I don't know what I signed off on. But yeah. But I would just say um, for anybody, you really should make sure, don't assume the person knows where the money is. Yeah. And I mean, life insurance, all of those different things. Uh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I gave her, yeah, she's got everything. So at least for me, I go, okay, yeah. peace of mind. But wouldn't you want to know? Oh yeah. I would want to know. I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've always said that we've done, we did that question in 2007. I remember on free FM. I was one of the few guys that wanted to know. I was surprised. I have that like people 40 phone calls to make. Hey, listen, I'm dead tomorrow. So, so fuck, you. fuck you. I never liked you. Fuck you. <laughs> How great to be called every one of those people is Kintera. Yeah. And people go, Kintera called me and said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd call Erica and I'd be like, hey, Dave made me say all those terrible things about you being short. So sorry. I never felt that way. Peanut. Did you see the line Dan Williams used on her? Where she was reading, he yeah. said something about short stories. Yeah, short stories. I don't, man. Like, there's okay. There's the girl who blocked you. So funny, dumpsters or whatever. She changed her name. Who was it? I've been I've been blocked by a couple people. Yeah, yeah. I've been, which is but, really really funny. When I go, wait a second, I'm, I'm blocked. Like, I didn't realize what blocked how it looked on Twitter till you're blocked. I don't. Um, so there's like a handful of women in Padres Twitter that are pretty funny, Michelle. Right, Erica. I think Michelle blocked me. I think I'm blocked by her. Pirate? Yep, I think so. Dude, she said yesterday, like, she's super cool. She's out doing her thing. I thing. don't know her. Honestly, God, I don't even know her. No, we just yeah. knew her from here because we did it to bust Woods Balls yeah. uh, to get her tickets taken. But she's cool as shit. And uh, from the few interactions, Dave, you, you, like, yesterday, yeah. wake up in the morning, hanging out with my kids. You look at social media. And she writes on Twitter, hey, guys, it's a little early for you to be sending me direct messages. Like, I don't know what they're doing, jacking off or doing whatever. Like, dude, the, the poor chicks on Padres. Maybe that guy in Dallas was right. Yeah. People jerking off. But I'm like, I'm sure Erica has stories. I'm oh, sure yeah. all of them have stories like, holy shit. Like, Man, Erica has a great sense of humor. She gets the whole fucking thing. Dude, she does. But, oh, yeah, she yelled at me yesterday. <laughs> Good. Little brat. She yelled uh, the other day, you were in Toronto. Yeah. She said someone screamed at her last name from a car. Did you see that one? Yeah, somebody thought it was you, right? Yeah. And I go, dude, unless her last name is legally midget, I don't oh. know. It wasn't me. I don't know her last name. Do you right. know her last name? Oh, I'm not a creeper. I'm not stalking her like half these fucking weirdos in this town. Let's call her Peanut. And then, yeah, this is what this little shit said. This little shit? All right. She said, she ran her mouth about something. And then, she, oh, here. Let's see what this said. Let me see what this little punk said. It's a no good half pint. 
Okay, I'm going to read this to you. This is what her goddamn tweet was yesterday. Trying to get under my last, getting on my last nerve. Dave, I want you to figure this out. She wrote this a day ago. You have half the Padres employees apologizing for the other half that is blaming the fans for them letting about 25 people cut 75 people waiting for 40 minutes. Wild. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't understand. So I wrote to her. I go, what did you say? And then she writes back, no wonder you haven't read Lisa Ann's book yet. I told her that's a she cheap shot. She said you can't comprehend? Yeah, I told her that's a cheap shot. It's very rude. I'm on her side. She was crying the blues because people just stepped over going to the night game. I'll just say this. I want to say this to Eric Gruppner and everybody. Amazing time. We walked right in for the 1 o'clock game. Couldn't have been more seamless yeah. transition. My apologies for any of my friends that uh, didn't prepare well. <laughs> knowing the Rockies were in town didn't have quite the experience but I had a wonderful time and again thanks to BK for the free tickets oh god alright here we go what's worse on a first date you fall face first into the cement oh. or your credit card is declined oh. Oh. <laughs> oh shit dude I'd rather fall I'd rather fall yeah I'd be so embarrassed if my credit card was declined Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, this one, you're looking at her. You're oh, like, hey, boy. I'm usually not like this, but I need to pick this up. It's over. If Done. you fall, at least there's a chance she feels bad for you. I mean, I understand you get scabs on your face and stuff afterwards. All right, but, but I'd how rather about face this? plant than, than, uh, than fucking have my credit card decline. You might have just came up with something brilliant. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now, let's say you go out first date. You haven't fallen. But she's brutal. Yeah, I know. Then you, yeah, and you she's got dragon breath. <sighs> yeah, everything's bad. And now, you know, because she went ahead, uh, went ahead and ordered the jalapeno peppers or yeah. poppers. Right now, you're like this tab's like sixty five bucks, and I just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, you don't want a second date, so you you go to the you restroom, to the, but uh, you tell the person, "Hey, say it, come back to my credit cards decline. I'll pay for it. You can I'll ring pay it up." You. Yeah, it's a, you can ring it all up, but I want, the words are your card's been declined, even though I paid for it. Yeah, she's this. This yeah. not her. Yeah, and she's the, picking <laughs> this tab up today. That's brilliant. It is. It's a good out. It's a good out. You gotta just have that one cre- uh, credit card that you canceled a year ago, right? <laughs> that uh, United card that they're charging you eighty nine bucks a year for, and you go, what happened here? What would you actually do though? You'd have could you go to the ATM? You're gonna you gotta see your bus in the AD- Yeah, I don't know what people do. I don't know what I, I've never asked Walchef or, or Brian Lodge or any of those guys that are in the restaurant business what the fuck they do. Oh, that's because it does happen. It's in the movies you're always washing dishes. Washing dishes. Yeah, but you don't want fucking some asshole washing your dishes. He doesn't no. care. Oh <laughs> it, it has to happen, right? That, that's that's probably my favorite random question we ever had. I think uh, I think you're right, Dave. I think it would be, uh, yeah. I think you'd have to fall. Yeah, you th- you'd take the fall, the pain of the fall. But even then, she's gonna tell all their friends how was it? Well, when he was it falling over? <laughs> <laughs> that that one's good. I like that one. Yeah, uh, I, I would take that. All right, here this one I almost put on Twitter because I'm I'm so sure of what the answer would be on this okay. poll question. Let me hear. Would you? You're a big time Padre fan. Yeah. Okay. One of the biggest I know, if not the biggest Padre fan I literally know. Would you give up a testicle for the Padres to win a World no. Series? No. Oh, yeah. That see, see <laughs> here's here's the thing because no. I know a bunch of you whack jobs yeah. are going to go fuck yeah I would. 
Sex Luger, 100%. Miserable he Padre fan, all those guys. Yeah. There are, there's not one. Ryan pa- Cohen would. Yeah. There's not one Padre who would do it. Don Orsillo's not giving up a nut. Mud's not doing it. None Scan. of them are doing it. Yeah. N- none of those guys. None of those guys are. There's not one guy on the fucking team. Not right. one guy. Clevenger's not giving up a nut. No. Yeah. But there are Padre fans that would. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Medi would. Medi would. Ryan Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, they would. Still, yeah. Grant would do it if you if you put it on social media. Craig Elston? I don't think Craig would do it. I don't think Craig is either. Yeah. Craig is very reasonable. Yeah, Craig wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> Craig, would, <laughs> Craig would talk Johnny Gennaro into doing it. <laughs> and John would be like, you son of a bitch, Craig. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, last question. Here we go. Okay. What, um... Shit, we didn't even do how old are they? Oh. How old are they? I got it on here, though. What team will Joe Musgrove pitch for in 2023? Uh, not the Padres. I don't think it's the Padres either. Dude, they are. Look, I don't know. I hope it's up. the Padres. They, I, I heard somebody. Now, I did hear Craig's what Craig said the other day, and I thought coming out of the gate, Craig was pretty dumb. And then, and then what he said, I go, fucking Elston. He's so good. I love that kid. Craig said, Dave, it's impossible for the Padres to renegotiate with Joe right now. Yes, of course. And the point of that being is that Joe's crushing it. Yeah. His numbers will never be higher. Yep. And you have to ride it out. And the point that Craig made that I thought was absolutely spot on that I hadn't really thought of until he said it, so full credit to my my pal 619 Sports, is he said, when you look at Preller's history... When making trades, he has always traded for guys when their value was at the highest. And they and he's paid the price. And Craig used the example of Clevenger, yeah. used the example of Adam Frazier, um, Blake Snell, yeah. and many others. And he said, you just, you cannot negotiate with Joe right now because Joe's probably the Cy Young Award winner yep. and All-Star Game starter. Yep. And he said, who knows? Maybe this is how Joe is all year. But if his ERA continues to be under two, a lot of people are going to be surprised. Here's the deal. Money is money. Joe looks unbelievable. He sure Dave. does. Money is money, and it would be amazing if Joe pulled a Kevin Brown. You know? If he, Joe ended up going for the Dodgers, I think he oh. ends up an angel. You say well, no. I said. I yeah. said the angels. But I tell you what, money is oh. money. If the Dodgers sit there and say, we're going to give you $45 million, you go... Fuck, dude. How do you match that? You can't. Yeah. Angels will pay. That's the you one. You think that... Angels will pay? Oh, yeah. I I'm think. not so sure. They got to pay Otani coming up. I. You know? I mean, the Angels' whole... bad contracts, the Rendon one right now. Yeah, Dave. Rendon's not doing shit. Dude, they fired Joe Madden. The Angels are a wreck. That'll, did you well, see that whole Phil Nevin deal on what he did to shake things up? The Nickelback thing? Yeah. How embarrassing. You waited your whole fucking life to be a manager. You can tell but was, was that walk. his idea or was it somebody else's idea and he just signed off? Come on, there's no That's way you sign idea. off on day one. Day one. I'm, I'm not a Nevin fan. Um, and oh, by the way, I saw about ten minutes of your uh, me. Yeah, your uh, interview with Sully. When like was, how listeners gave you the name Diablo. It, they oh, you saw it the yesterday. thing on TV. Yeah, you got oh, a bunch did. of listeners. Oh, like, they did oh, show it on right? TV. Someone sent that to me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sent that. No, no. Who, who sent that? They who replayed sent, it yesterday. Yeah, someone else sent that to me on Twitter, said it was on. Yeah. yeah. 
A bunch of listeners yeah. gave me the name Diablo. Yeah. I was like, is that right? Yeah. Is that how that worked out? Yeah. I don't he's remember really disappointed being that you won't come on that show. Uh, I, t- I think I'll be fine. He <laughs> knows you're going to be fine. He just wants you to go on the show. I love Sully. He's fine. They got- he goes, what's wrong with Hefe? Keep sending me. <laughs> ah, Sully's a good egg, man. That's a fun little show, huh? Yeah, when I saw Costa time. come back out, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Mike's on this show every day. And then, by the way. Costa's on there full time on his regular show. He replaced Rusty. Is that right? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> you don't shake your head like. No. Is that but, right? It's his job now. He's, he's good. on. Yeah. They, good. I, and then I, I've been replacing Mike on this, this sports thing. So it's, it's I'm doing the drive to Carlsbad like once, twice a week. But Fuck. Mike's on there every day. Is that right? Yeah. Dude, I tell you, because Mike knew Russ. Yeah. Dude, good. Good. That's not easy, man. No. Russ, Russ and, and, and Sully worked together for a long, long yeah. time. And very well liked, and and I know that stuff on Sully too. Yeah, good on you guys, man. Good on you guys for helping him out and keeping that thing going. He's he's a good fucking. They're all dude. good dudes. They're all good yeah. guys over there. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. I, just, cool. I was shocked that uh, listeners were the ones that no, gave me the Jeff name. No, Jeff gave Diablo. me the name. You started that shit. Then they all uh, everyone piled on. Thanks, thanks was, everybody. I laughed though. That then you almost funny. gave my address out last. Night. I almost did. Maybe eggs. I will tonight. Don't do it. Night's still early. Don't you worry about it. Okay. When are you in Arizona? <laughs> We're going to have an egg party. <laughs> well, there'll be people here. Josh is actually coming back here for a little bit. Oh, fun. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much they're worth? I got okay. three of them. Okay, we'll do them. Everyone's passed. Okay? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, and everyone's passed. Okay. So here we go. We're going to start off with, first of all, June 11th. Okay. Okay. Gene Wilder. Good day, sir. <laughs> what do you think of Gene Wilder? I like Gene Wilder. I did He's like great him. in the Frisco kid. I'm going to say Gene Wilder's 86. 89. Would have been 89. Died in 2016. I don't think a lot of money, Dave. I'm going to say uh, $6 million. $20 million. No shit. Yeah. Is that his money or Gilda Radner's money? I don't know. That's Gilda's a, that's been a gone question. a long time, though. Yeah, she but has Gene, been. Gene seemed cool. Dude, did you see Stir Crazy? Him yeah. and Richard Pryor? It was one of my Pryor? favorite movies when I was a little kid. Yeah, but yes. All those movies. Yeah. Him and Richard Pryor were so goddamn funny together. Yeah, likable guy, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. would agree. Okay. All right, here we go. George H.W. Bush. Oh, damn. Say, uh, say he would have been, well, say he would have been 97. 98. Okay. Say 40 million. It's only 25, but you'd think the money's more. But 20, money. 20, 25 is what it says. Yeah. All right. Last one. And I'm yeah. curious to know age wise, you'll, you'll, how close you are. Money isn't the, the topic. It's Anne Frank. Oh, damn, dude. Oh, that's funny. I, well, it's so hard to remember when the actual thing was. I'm going to say, let's say 112. 92. Wait, what? 92. And Frank, Anne Frank is younger than George H.W. Bush. That can't be. When did, was true. the book written? She was 12 well, years old. She, was, she, she, she wasn't. She was, uh, she was born in 1929. She died in 1945. Yeah, 19... 19- 1929? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, how about that? So, wait. Yeah. 93 she would have been. 93. Is that right? No, 90. Well, hold on. 90. Did I get that right? 93 is absolutely right. 93. Yeah, yeah how about that? Younger than, uh, five years younger than George H.W. Bush. Wow, man. Huh? It's crazy, huh? Yeah. Definitely pretty crazy. All right. Uh, so, as mentioned, Dave's heading out of town. On Saturday, 
We'll be back Wednesday, and then maybe crank one out Thursday. We'll try to figure it out. My wife has a birthday coming up, but we'll figure, we'll figure it out. Nice Either day, way, you'll, what you'll day the fine. birthday is. No, but. no, she has to actually work her birthday, so we got to oh, figure shit. out the day around her birthday. All right, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, Thursday, shit, even if we went Friday, we can figure something out. Okay. All right, we'll give you a couple other shows. We'll see you later in the week. Good deal.